Today's episode of Locked On Lightning is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get Primal. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn about their full line of beard care products. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, we are discussing everything that has happened in the last three, four days. We had some issues with uploading episodes over the last couple of days, but here we are redropping all of them. I'll discuss that all and more in today's episode. We'll be discussing their win over the Ottawa Senators, jumping to the top of the standings in the NHL and the Olympics, all that and more with COVID. But first, let's play that music. Episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. What's up, everybody? If you're listening to this episode, it's dropping relatively late, so you might be listening to this Sunday uh, night, practically almost midnight when we're re-recording this, uh, or you're listening to us Monday morning. So basically, long story short, this episode, this edition, was supposed to be dropped on Wednesday. Obviously, that did not happen. Um, we actually dropped three episodes in that time, technically, but something happened, uh, technical, technical wise, and just, and a lot has happened in the news cycle of the NHL over the last couple of days where I just said, you know what, screw it, let's just re-record everything. We got a lot to catch up on. So like I said, we're discussing the Ottawa win. Uh, we're going to discuss a little bit, we mentioned, you know, Steven Stamkos reaching 900 career points. Uh, this will probably be broken up into a number of episodes. Uh, we got the lightning jumping to the top of the standings. We, we, we got COVID. We got the Olympics being canceled. Uh, so, yeah, the, I, I just decided, you know what? The episodes that we dropped, so outdated, just a lot that needs to be spoken about. So we're just starting from scratch right now. So basically where the Lightning last left off, they were playing against the Ottawa Senators, which I was very tentatively optimistic about because historically, and when I say historically, I meant this season, the Lightning have looked rather shaky against this Ottawa team, um, a team that's really been at the bottom of the league for most of the season. Uh the, the expectations were very much high, it seemed like, for this organization coming into the regular season. When I say high, I meant probably, I think that the expectations were realistically probably middle of the pack. Um, and, and those were really the expectations in terms of, you know, them overperforming. This team, I believe still, the Senators, is probably a couple of years away from really being a legit threat. But they have set themselves up, themselves up for to be a very formidable opponent, uh, someone who is definitely going to cause the Lightning a lot of headaches in the future in the Atlantic Division. So uh, we're getting our first chance at really seeing what this team is going to look like down the road. Obviously, they have superstars on their team like Brady Kachuk, who was named captain earlier this year. You have other players like Tim Stutzel. Uh, you, you have Batherson, you know, the, the Tyler Ennises, the Tyrannies. You know, you have a lot of players on this team, Thomas Shabbat, a lot of players on this team that are definitely going to be able to contribute long term uh, towards the success of this of this team team as this team kind of starts to you know evolve into what the Ottawa fan base is really imagining them to be so we we we're starting to see that now and it really ties into what I've been saying all season is that this is the time of year where 
uh, NHL teams are going to start separating themselves, start distinguishing themselves between pretenders and posers. I mean, posers and the real deal. And obviously, the the Ottawa Senators sitting at nine, nine seventeen and one right now in the season, they're not going to make the playoffs. Um, but they're still playing hard. And that's a good sign for Ottawa fans and obviously uh, something for the Lightning to keep an eye on. And, and I've been saying this over the course of the season is that, yes, uh, there, there are a multitude of games in which the Lightning are going to play against lower tier teams. Most recently, we had the Ottawa Senators, obviously, and then, of course, the, the L.A. Kings. Uh, and we've seen them play against teams like Montreal, obviously, Buffalo, even Detroit, who is starting to pick things up. But really what it comes down to is that really the Lightning still needs to win these games. These are still very winnable games. But at the same time, the Lightning, what they have a habit of doing in the last couple of seasons, what we saw most notably last year, uh, as well as at certain points early on in this year, is that they they very much play down to the talent of the team they're playing. And, and it's not so much that the Lightning are taking these games lightly, which I don't believe they are. You're still seeing the, the effort for the most part. You're still seeing the energy being put out, but it's not consistent. And that is a word that I've been using for pretty much this the entirety of me being the host of this show is that really during the regular season, obviously we the, the Lightning have have no trouble succeeding in the playoffs as you know the two Stanley Cups they have raised. But it's the regular season. It's the regular season in which the Lightning have have struggled. Uh, I wouldn't say immensely, but um, a great deal against lower tier teams. Where really what it comes down to is that being the top dog in the NHL for as long as they have, really. And let's face it, the Lightning are the top dog, even after that monumental collapse against Columbus uh, a couple years back. Even coming into the the season after that, they were still the top dog in the season uh, in the in the league. Let's let's face it. And they proved to be so for the last couple of years. Uh, but what the issue is, is that when you are at the level of talent that the Tampa Bay Lightning are, that invites challenge. That, that, that Those are the kind of games that teams like the Montreal Canadiens, like the Ottawa Senators, like the Los Angeles Kings, the Arizona Coyotes, the, the teams that you really don't expect to really right now as what their record states, even earlier on last month, the New Jersey Devils, these are the kind of games in which these teams, they circle on the, on the, on the, on the board in the, in the dressing room because really what it comes down to is that these teams, I think really they would love, they, they love playing these games because they love to play spoiler because I don't think the expectations are that high in terms of long-term success over the course of the season. And I don't think they're going out there and saying, all right, let's, let's, let's contend for a playoff spot. I think they're realistic. I, I think really anytime they play a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning, that is their playoffs. That is really, and I'm not trying to crap on these teams, but that's their playoff game. That's really, that's as, as intense of a game as it's going to get for them all season long. And that's just the brutal, honest truth. And in this game, it was very tight. It was a very tight game. Uh, both teams almost had identical Shots on goal, uh, Lightning having 27 with Senators having 26. Both had had a really, really good performance in the faceoff circle, both at 50%. Love to see the Lightning do that. And we have seen in games past, for the most part, when the Lightning are 
hovering around the 50% mark or, or that, that, that really is something that is going to really help them a lot, especially on the, on the power play, which we one for five. I, I think with a team, even as depleted as the lightning are, they still are immensely talented. I, I think you have to get more than one. You have to get more than one. And, and I'm not going to nitpick here just because the Lightning won this game. This was a hard-fought game. The Senators really threw the body around, 33 hits on the game, eight blocks. So they really they really took it to the Lightning, and the Lightning handled the storm. They, they, they really weathered the storm at times. Uh, the, the Ottawa Senators were really backed up by a very good goaltender in Anton Forsberg, who I am very impressed with what he has done this season. Not even 30 years old yet. In 13 games played, he's 6-5-1 and five and one, uh, with, with a goals against average. Yeah, 3.16 and, and, and a save percentage of 9.01 in one shutout. But he has really impressed me over the last couple of weeks uh, prior to that in his last meeting against the Lightning. Uh, shutout, so really, you know. Anytime you shut out a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning, you got to tip your cap to, to the opposing goaltender. You know, it's not just the Lightning. I, I know that if you've been a listener of the show for a long time, you know I, I, I don't shy away from being critical of this team and sometimes their inability to be able to get things going early on in the game. But there's also a lot of things that go on. That, that factor about that. The other teams play in the neutral zone. Uh, their ability to control uh, the faceoff circle and, and, and a lot of other things. But really what it comes down to, if the goaltender's on that night, you ain't scoring. That's just what it comes down to. And so really, the Lightning go out there, um, play, their way, play the way they did that night, uh, really weather the storm against the Ottawa Centers, who were not shy of being physical. Uh, this was a hard-fought win. And they've been playing very well as of late, and and I can't fault the Lightning for, for going out there and and you know not every game is going to be five one or, or or three two or, you know, some of the best games in hockey are going to be the the one goal leads, the one goal wins. So um, I like this game. It's just unfortunate with everything that's been going on with COVID that the Lightning weren't able to bring that carryover, that momentum that they've picked up from the from the Ottawa win, from the 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 uh, the Los Angeles Kings win into that into this past Saturday's game against Colorado Avalanche, which was postponed. And we'll talk about all of that and more in terms of just the effect of COVID. What what are we going to expect going forward uh, with everything? Um, because really. Right now, as it stands, as of 11.41 Sunday night on December 19th, it seems like for the foreseeable future until the league kind of tries to figure out how to weather, whether or not go through with these border games, which at the moment they are not, um, how are they going to organize the schedule for the rest of the season? Obviously, um, the Olympics now, as it was announced earlier today, is completely off the table. So uh, that's not something that, honestly, we could look forward to, which... Quite honestly, I'm relieved that the kind of something, and I also talk about that uh, a little bit later. That's kind of something that I was I was kind of hesitant, looking forward to, and more. But let's talk about two of today's two of today's first sponsors. First of which is our presenting sponsor, and that is Primal Origin Oils. Got beard, get primal. You heard me right. Got beard, get primal. If you are someone you care about, has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that person, that guy 
who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes bombs, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned for the best feel in beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in these United States of America. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. I. I was lucky enough to get a free sample of one of the oils from Primal Origin Oil, and I have to say, my beard has never felt better. I'm up here in New York where it gets really cold, gets really windy, so you kind of have to have a beard you know, to protect you from the wind. You don't want to get wind burn on your face, especially when it's, right now, it's 29 degrees outside, and the temperature is dipping as we speak, so having Primal Origin Oils making my beard super healthy, super smooth, and helping it grow to its thickest potential you definitely want to have this no matter if you're in a cold weather state or you're in a warm weather state so we know that every company claims to be the best but guess what primal origin oils challenge you to compare their ingredients and the feel in the beer to other products you've used promise you you will see and feel the difference after i got my oil from primal origin oils i could tell you firsthand that i will never use another product to use on my beard so remember the code locked on gets you 20 percent off at primaloriginoils.com use the promo code locked on at checkout for 20 percent off at primal origin oils and we'll talk about our second sponsor of the day let me tell you about the og sponsor who's been from us our day one booze and that is Built Bar. Let me tell you, this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. So many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have the raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie? You know what, just just get, eat both, two of each. You know, because that's that's what you got to do. You can't just you can't just keep yourself to one flavor because you'd be cheating yourself out of all the great flavors. And if you like some of those marshmallow treats around the holidays, you'll need to get your hands on the Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallow through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com alrighty moving on we're going to talk about a, a topic that you know some topics on this show we've been talking about for a while here obviously you know the lightning's power play just has been something of an eyesore the last couple of years during the regular season their face-off percentage eh, you know here and there but the one topic ever since really since I started this show, I, I started this show, started hosting this show, excuse me, in February of 2020. So really, a month into this show, we were, ever since then, we've been talking about COVID. What's going to happen? Where, what, how is this, how is the, the league going to respond? And Thus far this year, it looked like by all accounts that everything was fine. Everything was was manageable. And then obviously, unless you've been living under a rock, which I'm sure you haven't, but with the whole Omicron variant and Delta variant, things started to get a little murky. And then, of course, over the next couple of weeks, over the last couple of weeks, we've started to see the effects of these new variants 
on the sports world, especially hockey, which really it's unfortunate. And and, and I know that about I want to say 98 percent, almost 99 percent of players in the NHL are vaccinated, obviously, for maybe one or two. Um, and, and it's just it's just unfortunate. I really thought we were at a point in the hockey world, you know, obviously it's ravaging other sports as well. I mean, games are being canceled left and right. The Lightning have already had two games postponed their past matchup with the Colorado Avalanche, and it was just announced earlier today uh, that their game against the Montreal Canadiens will be be postponed as well because the NHL is staying away from teams from the United States and Canada playing each other for the time being just crossed uh, just cross line uh, you know just matchups and just so what does this mean for the NHL season in terms of the schedule because you know are we going to revert back to the last year's format we're just going to have all Canadian teams play each other what does that mean for teams in the United States obviously uh, are they going to keep the Atlantic division as it is, minus, obviously, the Canadian teams? And we could sit here, and I, and I could sit here as much as I would love to do this, as much as I would hate to do this as well. I could sit here and, and speculate and, and discuss the countless possibilities to how the league could possibly go along with this. And... Really, what it comes down to is that I I don't know. I don't know. I think that we are still very early on in the stage. I think the NHL is at a point right now where they're more in the wait and see mode, kind of play it by ear. And really, as you know, I, I think that really what it comes down to is that obviously by now we know that the NHL has pulled out of the Olympics. I, I've been talking about for weeks about how the effect of them going to the Olympics would, would weigh on the fatigue of these players. But the one thing I didn't talk about because I didn't want to jinx the situation, and this was the hesi- this is why so many players were hesitant about going over there, was the repercussions of a possible positive test. And the positive test, uh, from what my understanding would have been over there, was that you would have had to have quarantined for five weeks. And I think that what happened back in the bubble up in Canada during the NHL playoffs really scared a lot of players away. I, I, I think really bubble life really put a sour taste in the mouths of all these players and, and really scared them away from an occasion that we we welcome with open arms every four years and and now it somewhat doesn't feel as special and you kind of saw that with a player like and i'm not faulting him or anybody who didn't want to go to beijing trust me if i was in a position where i had to choose being secluded and 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 being around a game which yes i mean we're all passionate about it but at the end of the day, if I had to choose between that and being away from my family and friends for a very much extended period of time, I would say, hey, hard pass, hard pass. I'll wait for the next one when things start to mellow out. But really what I'm trying to get back to, what I'll get back to, since we don't have 
the Olympics now to worry about in February. And let's face it, unless the NHL is still looking for a cash grab, which really at this point in time, I don't think it's a reasonable thing to do. I think we should just totally forget about the the All-Star game as well. And I think really right now, if I was commissioner and, and obviously with the approval of the Players Association, I think the NHL needs to take a five. I think they need to take a five right now. I think they need to cease operations for as not completely for the season. What I'm saying is what they should do is, as we all know, there is somewhat of a little break around the holidays, around Christmas for players to visit their families. I think the NHL needs to take a five right now. I think they need to have an extended period of time. Give the players some time off to be with their families. Now, obviously, within that time, I'm sure players and personnel will test positive. It's just the, the, the nature of the situation in which we live in right now. But I think the more important thing is that I think everybody in the upper management of the league really needs to sit down with each other and communicate and take a week or so to communicate the logistics of how this thing is going to be handled going forward. Because trust me, I, I think I speak for everyone when I say I don't want a long pause. And I certainly don't want to bubble again. I think the NHL should, on the 23rd, cease operation and maybe not continue until after New Year. Now, if I'm being a little dramatic or maybe a little overkill with my hesitation... I think we need to understand, yes, we all love this sport and we want to see people play. But I think that going back to my point about the bubble and all that stuff, I, I think that it is more important right now, given the circumstances and what we know from what's happened over the last couple of years. I think that it is the most important thing is the the health, obviously, the physical health of all the players and personnel and coaches and everybody associated with the teams and the fans as well, because I, quite frankly, don't want to go back to watching games with no players in the stands. I mean, no fans in the stands, excuse me. I think that we really need to approach this situation and and every detail needs to be spoken about. I, I think we need to go back to play with a clear plan for every type of scenario that may happen. Now I'm talking about expanded rosters. I'm talking about taxi squads, of course, uh, more strict testing, maybe a little bit of leniency, leniency, excuse me, I can't pronounce words right now. Leniency for players who are vaccinated. And maybe because there there are tests that you take the rapid test positive or you test negative and then 12 hours later you get a different result. And I think that really the NHL can't afford as well to to take a pause permanently as one is what we saw during the 2020 pandemic. 
during that whole break where we didn't return to play till I believe if memory serves right June or actually end of June, probably July. I, I, I think that really this is a is a great moment and a moment if handled correctly, because let's face it, the return back to play and what the owners had to sacrifice and let's face it, they're very chapped about that agreement that was that was that happened. And and if you want to I'm not gonna go into detail about it because it's gonna kinda take a little bit longer than I would like to to explain that and we still have a lot to talk about in the episode. But really I, I think that this is gonna be and I think the owners maybe need to be on the forefront of this. What it really comes down to is that the owners really need to have a gesture of good faith towards the players and say, hey, listen, we want you to play, obviously, because we don't want you to lose revenue. We don't want to lose revenue. But we want everybody to be safe. We want to have fans in the stands. And and I think that when the CBA is eventually up, that that is something that the players union, the players will remember that the owners did. And I think really what it comes down to is the owners need to just grow up and and and. It, it, obviously, when it comes down to it, they're running a business. They want to make money, but they also need to show that these players aren't just commodities, aren't just in investments, but they're they're human beings that they genuinely care about. Which I'm sure they are. I'm not saying all owners in the National Hockey League are cold hearted monsters. Absolutely not. Especially Lightning owner Jeff Vinnick, who is probably one of the best owners in the league. I still think that really there there's so much. And, and I think we could really spend a whole episode on it if, if I really wanted to eventually, as obviously more details arise about what the actual next course of action should be. Because my my hypothetical plan for a return to play or maybe a pause early at this time might not seem as reasonable to other people as it should be. Obviously, it does help the lightning. And maybe I'm being a little biased in my decision. It does help the lightning because as it was reported the other day, Nikita Kucherov was skating in practice on a shortened ice in three-on-three. So good to see him kind of being active, and I'm sure Braden Point is not too far behind. Um, But obviously, at the end of the day, we, we need to, as the league needs to come up in summation with a a good plan that will benefit everybody not just financially but but health-wise and and also those of who wish of us who wish to attend so we'll talk about that I'll, i'll kind of brush on steven stamkos and just kind of talk more about the olympics as well in just a little bit after the break. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day, and that is betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues its march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back here on Locked On Lightning for our last and final segment of the day, or of the night, actually. I'm, I'm 
it's just about the clock's about just about to hit midnight here on Sunday night. Like I said, I am re-recording the three episodes, or maybe I just might condense it into two. We'll see, just because there's so much that has happened since we had that little issue here with uploading episodes. Uh, there's just so much to unpack where really right now the Ottawa game is just a distant memory. And you know, I will talk about as we get closer to it, the Vegas game, which is going to happen on the second. I mean, on on the twenty first, excuse me, in Vegas, which I was actually in attendance uh, a couple of nights ago in New Jersey, in which the Vegas Golden Knights won that game five three against the New Jersey Devils. That was a pretty eventful game, especially for the last couple of minutes, where there was basically a brawl. Robin Leonard tried to fight the entire Devils team. That was just insane um i think right now that it at this course at this moment in time in in given what has happened over the last couple of days i'm gonna hold off on that until probably tuesday morning i think right now we need to address obviously covid the olympics um steven stamkos i want to give a quick shout out to uh picking up his 900th career point well on his way if he had, if he isn't already obviously this is all subjective to becoming the greatest player in franchise history i think given what he has accomplished being the captain of two stanley cup teams going back to back uh everything that he has accomplished over the course of his career despite all the injuries that he's had over the last few seasons i i think it's a no-brainer i mean no disrespect to vanilla cavier or or Marty St. Louis, uh, I, I think just Stamkos has just put himself on a whole nother level than these guys. Of course, I've, the, the game has also changed substantially since both those guys have have laced up their skates. Um, and then very well, I mean, we could we could be talking about in the next five years about Nikita Kucherov being the greatest Lightning player in franchise history at some point because, I mean, we all know at eight. What, what 86 could do on the ice when he's on there and he's healthy. And, I mean, he is, you know, you have Stamkos, you got Hedman, you got McDonough, you got Kalorn, you got Point. But really, let's face it, when, when Kucherov's on the ice, he is the, the heart and soul of this attack. Um, so we'll see. I mean, but you know what? In the meantime, congratulations to Stammer. Uh, I can't wait to see him break more records and reach more milestones in his career and he's definitely not done not going to be done anytime soon so we'll 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 definitely keep an eye on him and obviously talk about all of that as he gets closer to st louis for the most points in franchise history so shifting gears and kind of just sort of i guess touching retouching base with what's happened if you're just joining us for whatever reason um but first off i just want to thank all of you for your continued support i know obviously the last couple of seasons with COVID, it's just it, it it's been a rough patch for everybody especially with with hockey on and off on and off not really sure you know what curveball COVID is going to throw us and and obviously we're it is not done with it but um we will we will get over this and and that's all i could say to you and and thank you for all your continued support and continue to help us grow this show into what it is because listen um you know you guys have been my biggest supporters throughout covid um just coming here talking to you especially on days when everything was shut down uh you guys 
uh, not not just you guys, but you girls and just you, the listener, have, have really supported the show a lot. And we couldn't have gotten to where we have gotten uh, at this point in time without you and your just continued enthusiasm, whether you're from Tampa Bay, whether you're from the United States, overseas, uh, wherever you are in the world. Uh, thank you for listening to the show and, and just... You know, continue to stay safe, continue to support us. Uh, if you want to give us a follow and reach out to the show, uh, maybe share your story of how this show or the Tampa Bay Lightning has kind of lifted your spirits during COVID and this pandemic. Give us a follow and send us a message on Twitter, LO underscore lightning. Give us a follow on Instagram. Reach out to us at locked on underscore lightning. Or if you want to reach out to me personally, please, I, I love hearing from all of you. Um, Reach out to me, tweet to me, message me, whatever you want to do. Uh, tweet to me at Danky Dank, D E N K eight D eight N K. Love hearing from all of you, um, and yeah, would love to hear your stories. So, really, my one of the things that I've been very focused on this entire year has been the Olympics, and how are the Lightning really gonna? be able to deal with that with guys being injured the the season being extended kind of playing a full season now um are they going to be able to play 82 games now i'm not entirely sure we'll, we'll have to see what the league decides if, if they decide to maybe shorten the season so at least they get the playoffs in and and they could have somewhat of a normal start next year um, but really what it comes down to is that i have to say i am very relieved that the NHL decided to do the right thing, which I was kind of worried about. And and I think that, let's face it, the NHL wasn't too crazy about sending players over overseas during a, a, a global pandemic. Um, and, and I'm happy that they decided not to let players go, even though it seemed like a lot of players were just not too crazy about the idea about going overseas. But um, listen, I, I, you know, as much as it sucks that we're not going to be able to see these guys showcase their talents on the biggest stage of hockey, because listen, we could talk about the Stanley Cup final compared to what the Olympics are. I, if you were to ask 100 players in the National Hockey League, would they rather win gold or a Stanley Cup? I think that we would get a 50 50 split. Um, yeah, winning a cup is cool, obviously, and it's, it's it's an accomplishment that anyone who has ever picked up a hockey stick has dreamed of. But winning gold for your country is just a whole nother level of just, I could only imagine. Um, when we had Corey Perry on, uh, he's won two gold medals. So imagine what that's like for Team Canada. If, if you want to go back and listen to that episode, I mean, still just like probably one of the most surreal interviews i've ever had obviously we've had a long list of of guests on this show um but just one of the most interesting people just a laundry list a hall of fame career of accolades that this guy has and i mean just the olympics so it's even that more disappointing that unfortunately we're not going to be able to see that this year uh hopefully next year We'll have to see. I, I mean, I don't know people. I, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not someone who specializes in 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 contagious diseases. But um, yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen. I think we're just going to have to roll with the punches here, um, and hopefully we could get a Winter Olympics or some sort of tournament to compensate us for NHL players not being able to play 
in the Olympics. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the NHL will come up with a with a tournament where it, it's sort of like the World Cup of hockey, but it's just top tier NHL players allowed to play in it and. I mean, obviously, if they want to. So we'll have to see. I, I'm very curious. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of room for the NHL to get creative with this and kind of as a compensa- compensation. But yeah, ultimately, I, I'm relieved that the players are going to be able to stick here because the last thing you want, especially if you're a Lightning fan, is having one of your top players go over there, play for something that obviously we all love to see them play for. But at the end of the day, they test positive. We're not seeing them for a month. So. And plus, you don't want these guys risking their health uh, going over overseas uh, for anything other than a Stanley Cup championship, which even then now, I think we could all agree COVID has kind of changed our perspective on life and what really matters. But obviously, um, we'll have to see what the NHL does. Um, I Like I said, I could sit here and speculate all day and night about what should be the next move. But really, um, in the meantime, if you want to speculate, tweet out to the show once again. LO underscore lightning on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Danky. Da- oh, excuse me. On Instagram at lockdown underscore lightning. And if you want to give me a follow and tweet to me, give me a follow at Danky Dank, D E N K Y D A N K. Love hearing from all of you. And we'll talk to you. Uh, I, I, I'll talk to you whenever. If you want to message me on Twitter, I will get back to you as soon as possible. So in the meantime, that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.